0: about we have something special at the end of the service about the rapture or the catching away taking away rapture is not the term rapture is not in our Bible but when it's translated from the Latin it's in a Latin Bible but when it when it is translated it uh, it comes from a word that sounds a lot like rapture and that's the term that that the church uses for the catching away or the uh, when the Lord steps out, he calls for his children home. That's not the second coming. Jesus came to earth the first time as a baby in a manger. The rapture, for those of you that don't know, the rapture is not the second coming. The Lord doesn't come to earth. The second coming of the, of, of the Lord refers to when he comes back at the end of the seven-year tribulation, and we rule with him for a thousand years, and, and the Lord just... Uh, handles things what's left after the tribulation which won't be much uh, is is handled then but I want to go and and this is what we're going to do we're going to read verses 13 through 18 of chapter 4 but we're going to continue reading verses 12 and 13 of chapter 3 and then we're going to complete the reading in chapter 5 verses 22 23 and 24 so we're going to start in chapter 4 we're going to tag chapter 3 and we're going to end chapter 5 it'll make sense in a minute follow along but i do not want you to be ignorant brethren concerning those who have fallen asleep lest you sorrow as others who have no hope for if we believe that jesus died and rose again even so god will bring with him those who sleep in jesus the Lord in the air and thus we shall always be with the Lord therefore comfort one another with these words verse 12 chapter 3 and may the Lord make you increase and abound in love to one another that's brothers and sisters first of all and to all just as we do to you so that he may establish your hearts blameless, listen very closely to this, in holiness before our God and Father at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. Chapter 5, verse 22, abstain from every, knowing this, so we need to abstain from every form of evil. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved. Here's the word for the second time, blameless. Say that word, blameless. At the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, he who calls you is faithful, who will also do it. And God, just anoint me to say and all of us to hear, not to distract or be distracted, in the name of Jesus, I pray, amen. The word preoccupied wants to come to my mind when I read these passages because it's not just a warning that's given, folks. He also includes two different occasions, as you well read, the word blameless. I will tell you that if you look at the culture and the day we live in, even the church itself Uh, gives off the persona that it doesn't matter how you live anymore. That's the opposite of what the Word of God says. I don't mean legalism, but I believe if you were on your way to heaven, there's one thing that you're going to be thinking about every day, and that is being blameless in the holiness of God when the Lord calls for you to come home. I don't think that you're going to say, Lord, well, I tried, I don't think, I think you want to be blameless. Did you steal that? No. It, no. There's not a gray area. Did you do that? Did you say that? No. See, you're not blameless. If someone's asked you at school or work, did you take that? Did you say that? Did you do that? Anything other than no makes you blameless. Amen. So when the Lord comes back, you want to be found blameless. You don't want to be preoccupied. With everything else, because see, right now, if I'm not careful, I can be blamed with a lot of things that my mind just wanders on or things that I just have to prioritize more than I do God. See, I'd be blamed in those areas, but the Lord says you need to be blameless. If you really believe this, that the dead in Christ rise first, and then those of you that who are alive at that moment in time when the trumpet sounds and they have risen... And then we meet them together in the air. He says, you're going to want to be blameless until that day. You're not going to try to find a hole that you can come out from under and go play with sin for a few minutes because it feels good for a moment, the Bible says. You are just so saturated. Lord, I want to be blameless in holiness today. I want to be righteous before you through Jesus Christ, O oh God. That's what your focus is. And many Christians just seem to be confused about the hour we're living in. This is why I'm preaching about the rapture today, because I believe it could happen today. I believe every day that I wake up here lately, I've looked for the Lord in the morning, I've looked for Him during the day, I look for Him at night, I constantly talk with Him about this subject, because I want to be ready. I don't want to just be a standard, predictable person doing what the world says to do i don't even want to do what the church says to do i want to do what my god has told me very plainly very bluntly that i need to be doing in what i believe is these closing moments of life as we know it right now if you've been on the internet at all and you've ran across a secure page there's a service called recaptcha ReCAPTCHA is actually a free service that protects you from site that, that protects your site that it's installed on from spam and abuse. It uses advanced risk analysis techniques to tell humans and bots apart. Those of you that may be computer illiterate a little bit or, or you're in computer, but I don't know what a bot is. A bot is a a program, is a computer, a a software program or a server or a network of servers that's built, and what they do, they crawl the internet, and that's wide world web, that's why some of this this lingo and language is used. They crawl the internet, a lot of times they crawl to, to watch your habits, that's why you can say something out loud, believe it or not, and then all of a sudden... It appears on an ad, on a page you're on. Uh, I know that hadn't happened to anybody but me, but anyway, uh, it's happening. Can they hear you? They hear me. When we're not streaming, they hear me, okay? And they hear you too. It doesn't matter what you have, smart or dumb in your house, they hear you, okay? And this recapture what it does It it installs this service on the provider. And a lot of times when you're doing a financial transaction or something that's got sensitive, protected information, they will have reCAPTCHA installed on there to make sure you're not a bot that's crawling that page to try to get some kind of secure information like your personal information or financial information or medical information. So this service is installed and there is usually some jumbled up words that personally I get ticked off at because I'd spell it right the first time. Anybody feel me on that right there? Don't tell me it's wrong if you're going to make it where I can't read it. I'm not a robot. Okay, I got that out. That just happened last week. And then, if you can... Uh, decipher the language and you type it in or the message or the word or the code there's a little box that appears that you check and it just simply says I am not a robot okay just so people that's not uh familiar with it has anybody ever ran across that before raise your hand so the church can see you okay happens on a regular basis amen church all right I want to tell you, the rapture of the church is imminent. It's going to happen. The world has for centuries been programming the people. It's what the Bible, do you you remember reading the spirit of antichrist is already here when the Bible was written? That's because forever people down through the centuries and the ages have been Program whether it's by government or by culture or, or 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 by anything. Gradually, people have been have been hypnotized and programmed to be uh, kind of diverted from the truth of God. Because Satan knows that the rapture is an imminent thing. He also knows that he's going to be bound for a thousand years before he's released for a small window. And and then he's going to be bound in hell forever. So he knows prophecy better than any prophecy teacher or scholar that's living on the earth right now. And so he sees these things in place. He knows the Word of God. He quoted the Word of God to the Son of God. I'm trying to do this without crying and shouting, but the Holy Ghost is so heavy on me. And i got to get through this a little bit quicker than I want to, but i got to be obedient today. But the devil knows that time is short. He's more convinced that the rapture could happen right now than any man breathing on the planet. And so it's escalated, you see. In the past 10 years, it's picked up. Since technology has been what it is, the Internet, it's really increased. But the past two years, we've hit warp speed. And it is phenomenal where we are just on the edge of technology. And so a lot of people and a lot of Christians have not been able to unscramble the message that Satan is sending out because he appears as an angel of light, you see. And so the church has become confused when they're not living in fear. They're still confused. And the church is trying to figure out what's happening and what's going on next when the word of God has been screaming for centuries upon centuries, what is going on, what is going to go on. And so people have instead of being programmed by God's word and letting his, his word be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path and we've become bots of this world, we haven't been able to unscramble the message and Satan says, yes, People are where I need them because that old trumpet might sound any time now and I need these people just to be busy, caught up in crawling around, getting into trouble having their hands in things they ought not to have their hands in, putting their minds in places they ought not to be. I've got all the the bots out there doing that, and they can't read the handwriting on the wall. But I'm telling you, this is why. I'm glad I'm saved and I'm baptized in the Holy Ghost because I know my Father's voice. I've seen the message I've read the message I've unscrambled the message Satan and it's crystal clear it's never been foggy it's never been blurry it's never been distorted the Lord said if you would just taste and see you would see that I'm good that's why he said it is bread it is meat it is a light it's also a wellspring of water you've got to read it or it's going to be blurry to you you've got to sing it or it's going to be confusing to you and you'll find yourself doing what everybody else is programmed to do and they'll say I can't read the Bible it's too hard or either I don't believe that the devil knows that the rapture is about to occur, occur church that's why your Lord and Savior said work while it is day night is coming and nobody nobody can work I'm not just another bot in this world I hadn't been programmed I'm not going to be programmed I'm not going to be brainwashed. I'm not drinking Kool-Aid. The only thing I'm going to drink is from the fountain, the well that will never run dry. I'm not confused. I'm not caught off guard. I'm still not scared. I'm still not worried. I'm still not confused to the point of wondering if I ought to be in church, if I ought to pray, if I need to save up money and quit giving to the church or go here or go there. Nope. I'm walking in the fullness of life that god said i could i don't have to do anything but trust god and live through him until the trumpet sounds i am not confused i am not programmed and i am not worried i know my redeemer is faithful and true i've checked that box has anybody else checked that box Hallelujah, you need to check it today. You don't need to walk out of here confused anymore. You don't need to walk out of here just crawling around like the old bots do, trying to get into any website and steal, kill, and destroy, and be places they're not, you see. A long time ago, we used to think, back. well, back in the old days, if you threw away mail, and it can still happen. I'm still careful about that that people could get your banking and checking account information or your credit card information and all that. Folks, that might still happen somewhere, but that's, that's where this technology is that I'm talking about. There's millions of computers that just run programs 24 hours a day, seven days a week, running series of numbers until some match. That's how they still Get credit card information. It's not anybody sitting and opening your mail somewhere in Africa in a little hut with an internet connection at a coffee shop. It's server upon server. It's network upon network that's created. And when these numbers, it's all automated, you see. And these bots are doing the work. And that's what the devil is doing with the church. He's trying to get the church preoccupied. He's trying to get the church confused. He's trying to get you to where you can't see the signs of the time. He wants you to say, well, I just got to be like everybody. No, you don't. And I want to tell you, this is what it meant in verse 13 of chapter 3, that he wants to establish your heart right now so that you're blameless. You don't want to be blamed for stuff that you ain't got no business doing. Amen? Set your mind on things above. not on things below. God's speaking to people in this church today. I want you to close your eyes because what the Lord wants to do, right this minute, the Lord wants you to know that it's all right for you to be programmed but only by Him. And we need to be programmed into doing the last day's work. That's why Sunday's important. That's why Wednesdays are important. That's why that's why, it matters whether or not I'm about my father's business. He said he's going away to prepare a place for you so that when the rapture happens, you can enjoy that place. But right now, he wants us to tell the world about him and not, not be programmed by the world doing what the world's doing god i pray in the name of jesus that you would help us all to see that lord you left the army here to do the work you left the army here god to finish what you knew through christ that strengthens us we could do and that's all things lord help us to rise up help us to know in the name of jesus lord that you've left us here for such a time as this. And you want us to be rapture ready, God, and to be blameless is part of that. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: to do
2: sound of a mighty rushing wind, and it's closer than it's ever been, I can almost hear the trumpet i I see prophecies fulfilled, it's everywhere, there are signs of the times, they're appearing everywhere, I can almost see the Father, as he said your children at the midnight cry the bride of christ shall rise when jesus Looked around. Are you you seeing seeing the prophecies fulfilled? Oh, yes, it's everywhere. There are signs of the times, there are periods.
0: I want everybody to stand if you would and close your eyes it could happen it could happen right now folks the rapture is going to happen during somebody's church service somewhere one day that midnight cry hallelujah it could happen right now you want to be blameless you want to be blameless see the Lord He let us know the expectations. If you're a sinner here online, it's so easy. People have made it hard. The world and even the church has complicated the message and made it blurry. But it's not blurry. He says, Come unto me. I stand at the door. For God so loved the world. See, it's real easy. The thief on the cross just said, Forgive me. Lord, would you remember me? The Lord says, Today, you'll be with me in paradise. And folks, I'm telling you, there's a lot of people gonna miss heaven over absolutely nothing. A lot of people's gonna miss heaven over what they thought they had on this earth. They're gonna let them keep it behind. But everybody that's not going to heaven gonna miss heaven because they never knew Jesus. And, and they're not blameless. And God wants you to know this morning He sent you one more Sunday. He graced you one more Sunday. Not to just come to church, but to make sure, God, my mind's in the right place. My calendar's in the right place. My affections, my heart is in the right place. God, I don't have my hooks on anything more than going home. And I'm looking for you every day. If I'm not speaking your language, you're not ready yet. You're not ready, you see. And God wants you to be blameless. And all you have to do is just say, Jesus, you're talking to me and I hear you. I'm not playing around with this, Jesus. I'm going to accept your free gift of love and compassion, but yet compelling me and warning me one more time I'm going to accept it Jesus and I'm going to take it to heart right now i receive it Lord who is God talking to is the question thank you baby God talking to you today has the Lord been speaking to you at all why don't you tell him you can move, but I'm going to just prove to you it ain't even about moving right now. You're welcome to come to this altar. You know you come if everything, if something's right in your life. You're welcome to come. But we're going to pray together. Lord God, I'm a sinner. If this is you, you just need to say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me. I'm to blame about a lot of stuff, Lord. And I can't focus on anybody but me right now. I've been cold. I've been indifferent, Lord. I haven't loved you first and most with all my soul, my strength, my body, my mind. I had not done it, Lord. I want to be blameless, Lord. I want you to look and say, there's my youngin' right there doing what I ask them to do, doing what I laid out. They're not confused by the messages of this world. They haven't checked the box. They're part of this this world. They're not part of that world. If you'll pray right now and say, Jesus, if you're online, fall to your knees if you're physically able and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for telling me one more time That I can go home when the time comes. And I believe, Lord, it's about now. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah, the Lord says. He'll forget it all, you see. Everything will be brand new. And for the rest of your days, you can focus on that day of going home and the fact that he's going to prepare a place for, for like the song says, just a little while. But then he's going to call you home, you see. And the midnight cry could happen before your appointment happens. That could be your appointment. And God just wants you to be ready today. We've already talked about what happened to our brothers and sisters. That building down there. And if you saw any of those pictures of those flames, you saw the devastation and the damage. But can I tell you in hell's flame, it'll never consume you. It'll be fresh every second of your life for all eternity. You see, you just won't burn up and char and be no more. It'll always be burning. You'll always be simmering. Always be smoking. And the Lord says today is the day of salvation. God, and I pray that all of us would throw ourselves at the mercy seat this morning. All of us, Lord, would see that you brought me here today, Lord. I wasn't expecting this, Lord. I wasn't expecting, Lord, to revisit that old rugged cross. But here I am, Lord. And I want you to know, you might have been nailed to it, Lord. But I'm going to hold to it. I'm also going to hold to that empty grave because I'm walking in victory today, Lord. I bless your holy name. The Bible says if you pray from your heart and you believe with all your heart, the Lord's faithful and he's just, he'll forgive you. If you're online, you can get help right now. There's a number where you can get all kind of information, two or three ways. God's talking, church. He's not only trying to get us blameless and ready, but he's trying to just tell the church one more time, there's work to be done, you see. I've gone away, but I knew that I was going to leave that earth and that mission in good hands. Are you good hands is what I want to ask you on behalf of the Lord. Are you like the the, the the servant that had the one talent and just said, no, I'm just going to sit here and wait, watch TV, just go to church until the trumpet sounds. That's what that unjust steward did. And God today says, Listen, I've left the church the rest of the work to do. Is the church in good hands? You know, the Allstate commercial says, You're in good hands. But is the world in good hands? Uh, is the world the mission of winning lost souls? Is it in good hands right now? Well, I know. Is it in good hands? Is your passion the cross and seeing people rescued from hell's flames? That's the hands, the nail scarred hands left this place in. Somebody that loves with all. You don't care. I don't care what you do to me. I don't care what the world says about me. I don't care how we're treated. It's, it's no business of mine how people feel about me or the church. I care about what God sees and what God says. If you live like Jesus, he said the world's gonna hate you, by the way. I wanna love everybody. There's not a label out there I don't want to reach there's not a person even the young man that came and got on these cameras here or if he was or somebody was that did that I still want to reach them because there's nobody so bad that they need to go to hell how can you say that because Jesus paid such a price so people wouldn't have to go to that place and he said for God so loved the world that who whosoever That's everybody. So today, Lord, help us to be faithful. Help us to be wise. Help us to realize you've given us that commission to fulfill and carry out until the midnight cry happens, Lord. And I pray you let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart be acceptable. In your sight. And don't anybody move, we're not through. But earlier this week, in fact, Monday morning, God laid this on my heart to do this. But we, this coming week, we will get those books in to the church. Where are all the missing people? That's the book I showed you about a week ago that it tells people about Jesus right now, but it tells people what to do and what's happening when the Lord returns and the idea, the prayer and the hope is people to get them, read them but then to share them and leave them in all kinds of places because a lot of us believe it could happen right now any moment so people are going to they're going to loot houses they're going to break in they're going to steal it's going to be a crazy time so God laid it on my heart to share this video with you before we go home and it's not long, but it, it it explains a lot about the book and about the rapture and what's going cause a lot. I just had a question about that this morning. I said, this is a good day to be in church. And so those books will be in. If you want one, you can get one. Uh, if you want to give to it's a mission, by the way. If you want to get some and are, 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 are so into that. We just want people to get whatever you will distribute. The cost is $3 a piece, but we want everybody to have at least one. And if you don't have the money, that's fine. You're still going to get a book because I want it out there. Because, see, the Bible says don't lay up treasures for yourself down. Lay them up. Do you realize that when you're gone, and you're going to hear this, thousands of people are going to get saved during the tribulation. The 144,000 and the two witnesses that's going to come back. Thousands of people are going to be. Thousands if not millions. And every person that gets saved because they read that book and they see what it says. And they look at it. Every person that gets their name written down in glory. And they go home on what I call the second load. The unfortunate load but it's still a load. Everybody That's been a part. You left it in your house. You gave $3. You passed it around. Somebody read it and all that. When we're dead and raptured away, you're still going to be banking it up in heaven. Do you hear me? That's what the Lord, we got to get heavenly minded, you see. And if you don't believe it, you don't feel that way about it. You don't. So I'm going to ask all of you for just about 20 minutes or so. If you'll just have a seat. And this is Pastor Jimmy Evans. And then we're going to pray at the end. Pastor Jimmy Evans, this is off of Daystar. There's no markings, but I want everybody to see. I want everybody to know this is off of uh, the Daystar network. Uh, Joni Lamb, Joni and Table Talk is what what this is. But um, you'll you'll get the books next week. Uh, I hope and pray the rapture don't happen. (laughs) And somebody's left and they come and read one next week I want I want this load to be gone amen you want to be gone trust me so we're gonna we're gonna watch the video but I do need to make one uh, opie, opie correction the, the the kids' turn at word of life pastor Don is the 20th through the 23rd all of y'all probably saw that but I was in the zone right then and uh, I'm, I'm ready to go tonight but anyway so just the date's right not Opie okay But just uh, let this sink in, okay? And then we're going to pray at the end. You can go home.
3: The rapture is going to occur. And I believe, about all of us believe, it's going to happen soon. Sooner rather than later because of the signs of the times. And when it occurs, there will be, let's just say say a billion Christians go. Let's just use that number. Mm -hmm. There are 8 billion people in the world right now. Uh, there are about two billion professing Christians, but let's just say that there are a billion born again believers. Yeah. You have seven billion people left behind, wow. and once the rapture happens, you, you understand that many people leave instantaneously. Okay, you've got planes falling out of the sky, cars crashing, mm-hmm. you've got all kinds of mayhem going on, especially in the daylight hours. Part of the world will be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why Jesus said two people be one in be, be in one bed, one taking, one mm-hmm. left. But there will be others, daylight hours will be mayhem. And so here's the question that's being asked all over the world the next minute. Where are the missing people? Mm. Where did those people go? And so what my daughter and I were talking about this about a year ago or so, and I have heard before about people who would write letters and leave them in their homes for people who are left behind. Mm -hmm. And they say, just in case you find this, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And so we started talking about it, and my daughter said, Dad, we really need to think about writing something that people can put in their homes, offices, apartments, cars, or whatever, that's just very presentable, wow. Just, but it's it's answering the question everybody's asking. Where, where are the missing people? Now, some people are watching this program right now. I know most people are watching right now. You're, you're all bought in, you're believers, you're, you're going in the rapture. There are people watching right now that are skeptics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there are many people that have heard the end times message that have not received Christ. Mm-hmm. The instant after the rapture, they will receive Christ. Yeah. Okay, mm. There are skeptics today, but as soon as the rapture takes place, immediately they're believers because mm-hmm. when the rest of the world is wondering what just happened, they know they what know, just happened.
1: Right. Yes,
3: And so you see in Revelation chapter 6 where the tribulation begins, the four horsemen of the apocalypse and all that. In Revelation 7, you see all the people who have been martyred for their faith in Christ. That's in Revelation 7, the next chapter. Revelation 6 to Revelation 18 are the tribulation chapters of the Bible. The significance of that is, right after the rapture happens, there will be millions and millions of millions of people getting saved and martyred. Mm -hmm. Because remember, the Antichrist is there. Mm -hmm. So there's going to be a massive evangelistic event called the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church will be the number one evangelistic event in the history of the world. People be getting saved in droves, and there's two types of people getting saved: those that have heard the gospel mm-hmm. and heard the message, but didn't believe mm-hmm. until the rapture took place. Mm-hmm. Right, and that was proof to them that their relatives and friends all disappeared. Okay. Exactly. But even they don't know what's about to happen necessarily. What's going to happen That's during true. the tribulation? What's gonna, you know, But this leads the people to Christ. But the other group of people are the people who are agnostic. They're mm-hmm. atheists. They're Muslim. They're they're Hindu or whatever. They don't have a clue because their their holy books don't say anything about this. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about the fact that, that we would love to create a resource for people that they could get and just lay it in your home.
2: That's so creative. I never would have ever thought of doing something like that, but that's such a good idea. I didn't, I didn't yeah. it. For it's all the people, some... though, because we're talking about the rapture, for all the people that don't know what it is, can you break down exactly what the rapture is yes. and what it's going to look like? Yes.
3: Okay, I love that question because... The average person, that they need to understand exactly what the rapture is. Okay, so this is the simplest way to say it in the New Testament. This is Jesus in John 14. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house mm-hmm. are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you so. I go to prepare a place for you. Now, that's where Jesus is right now.
1: Okay, mm-hmm.
3: I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and where I go, you know, and the way you know. So, so Jesus is saying, because they're troubled because he's going away. Jesus is about to die; they're very sad about this, and he's saying, "Don't let your heart, don't let your heart be troubled. You, you believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions." Now, to the Western mind, we we hear that and we're thinking, "In his Father's house are many mansions." Okay. Yeah. To their mind, it was wedding language the Jewish groom would leave his father's house with a bride price. And he went to the bride's house. He went to the bride's house and he gave the parents of the bride the bride price. He paid them Mm -hmm. for the bride. And they had a glass of wine together and they became legally betrothed. Mm -hmm. Now they weren't gonna consummate it for about a year. And at the end of their glass of wine together, when it became legal, he said, I won't drink of this cup again until I drink it with you in my father's house. Mm
4: -hmm. And he's gonna go prepare. And he left. Yes, with okay. his father.
3: He left and went back to his father's house to prepare a hoopah, a room, mm-hmm. uh, which could have been multi-rooms or one room. It was just a place for him and his new bride for about a year. Okay. Now, the bride had to sleep in her wedding gown, and her attendants had to sleep in their wedding clothes because the groom was going to come in the middle of the night. Yeah. That was the custom. Mm-hmm. The groom went back to his father's house, and he built the place for him and his bride, but the father had to inspect it. When he was finished. And the father was 100% in control of when the son went back. Yeah. That's why Jesus said, I don't know the day or the right. hour, only my father knows. Right. So wow. as soon as the hoopa was ready and the father was, was satisfied that the son was ready, he said, go get your bride. And he would then get his the, the wedding party and they would go down the street yelling, screaming, blowing trumpets. And what
4: two words would they say? Oh, they would ask him, is it time? Is it time? And then mm-hmm. the father would say, yeah, it, it is time. That yeah.
3: We did that at the U.S. Yeah, late. we did. <laughs> right. it is time.
4: It's time. It's time. Yeah.
3: And so this this is what's happening in heaven right now. Okay, Jesus has been building. The, the average Jewish husband would spend a year. Jesus has been spending 2,000 years. And the Father's house is described in Revelation mm-hmm. 21 and 22. The New Jerusalem is 1,280 miles long, mm-hmm. wide, and tall.
1: Yeah.
3: Twelve foundations. The streets are transparent glass. There are 12 gates, all made of a single pearl, three on each side. And so it's, it's the most exquisite place in the world. Now, by the way, this is your home. Mm-hmm. Jesus says to his bride, we're his bride, mm-hmm. I'm leaving, I'm going to prepare a place for you. And as surely as I go away and prepare a place, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna receive you into myself. Now, that's a very important word. The word receive is the word peralambano. So in Luke 17, Jesus is ta- telling about his coming. He said, be like the days of Noah, it'll be like the days of Lot buying selling marrying giving in marriage all those things he said in that day there will be two men in one field one taken one left the word taken is word parallel there will be two people laying in one bed one taken one left Mm -hmm. parallel in other words the rapture he's he's describing the rapture a selective rapture where two people are there one's a christian one's not And and the the moral of that story is if you're not a christian it doesn't matter who you know if you don't know jesus that when the rapture comes, mm-hmm. only believers are going, and it's selected. So he's talking about a selective rapture, and the disciples in Luke 17, at the end of when he talks about that, he said, one's taken, one's left. They said, where, Lord? He said, wherever the body is, there the eagles will gather, up in the air. Mm-hmm. That's what First Thessalonians says. We'll gather, we gather, meet mm-hmm. the Lord in the clouds in the air. And so the rapture of the church is when Jesus Christ returns in a private event. Mm -hmm. The second coming is a public event Mm -hmm. that happens at the end of the tribulation. The rapture is at the beginning of the tribulation. That is why when the rapture happens, people will be trapped on the earth for seven years. Mm -hmm. In Luke 21, Jesus said it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. The snare was an animal trap. So the same rapture that takes us to be in the presence of Jesus traps the entire world in seven years of tribulation.
0: One
4: of the things, and this is so interesting that you talk about this, uh, the conspiracy theories that will float around after the rapture of, I was thinking about that. of the world, <laughs> trying, oh, to
3: ex- Joanie, Joanie, listen. trying
4: to explain where oh, we man, are going to go, man, yeah. and of course the biggest one I've heard, even these movie stars talking about they've met with aliens. aliens. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah, the, the Israeli, one of the top Israeli uh, intelligence people, said that the Trump administration had been in contact with aliens, yeah. and they were trying to orchestrate when they were going to reveal
1: mm-hmm.
3: uh, when they come. And uh, more people. In the EU, believe in aliens than believe in God.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm. look wow. at all the movies, look at all the TV shows, we look at all that. Primed. We have been primed. We yeah. have been groomed. It
1: started okay. with so ET. True. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the
3: That's Catholic true. Church. The Catholic That's Church true. has an observatory on Mount Graham where they have an infrared telescope. And the Vatican has talked about and it. And the Vatican has publicly made uh, all of their revelations about their findings over the years, and they believe that beings are coming. Yeah. And see, so here's the question: This, I, and I believe now, I believe mm-hmm. that there are. Uh, aliens, okay, the, I, I think it's irrefutable. Mm-hmm. When you look mm-hmm. at the, the recent Navy, Air Force, all the intelligence that's come out, mm-hmm. you're seeing these objects that are flying uh, 25,000, 35,000 miles an hour stop on a dime. They have no control surfaces on the aircraft. They have no com- uh, you know, system of uh, propulsion on the, it's, it's mind-boggling, and so here's the point. Are they extraterrestrial? Mm-hmm. Or are they extra-dimensional? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
3: In other yeah. words, did they come from a far-off galaxy? Or are they demonic? Yes,
4: mm.
3: I believe they're demonic. I
4: believe mm-hmm. they're demonic too. And, and, and think but, about this, but they're and, taking that form to confuse. It's, it's think deception. About, it's th- yeah. Think about, think about right. but Think
3: about this. Think about the rapture happens, mm-hmm. and at the moment that the rapture happens, aircraft show up, alien aircraft show up, mm-hmm. which would gather more attention. Mm-hmm. And when these aliens, you, you can see on the History Channel right now, they're talking about the Egyptian, the pyramids, yep. that the aliens built the pyramids. Yep. And they left and they're gonna come back and help us evolve again when the time is Mm -hmm. right. And so they come and the Antichrist shows up and he says, hey, we created you guys and put you on the planet here. This bunch of Christians now that just disappeared, these bunch of, you know, lame brain idiots, yeah. mm-hmm. we had to get rid of them. You so.
2: had, right. had a lower they'll intelligence of understanding,
4: acceptance. <laughs> exactly. yeah. I mean, it, it seems
2: like a perfect entrance it for does. them. It does. It is. I mean, it is. A And way it's way how to bring the Antichrist will
4: age. be able to, to rule and do what he does because that will. Well, so they'll say right. the missing people. Were taken by the aliens. That's what we're saying. Potentially. The, but pl- the planet purged them. Yes, or was, we were purged right, by the yeah. universe because of our lower thinking. Lower, oh. consciousness. lower consciousness. And I was going to say, after going through COVID, this whole thing, you can really see, I could just see them saying, Rapture, misinformation.
1: They, they, they this, said, is the,
3: this is the penalty they paid for not taking the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, like just something
1: done. like that. Yes.
4: You know, like don't they have heard the world of Joni e. Lamb and Table Talk. But just
3: wait, but look at that. Look and at that's the, why
4: that book will be important.
3: But yeah. that, well, what, what happens is wherever this book exists, it's probably going to be read by two or 3,000 people during the tribulation.
0: Because
3: the it won't be read by one, it'll make it circuits. Oh, but imagine sure. that you're a person. Th- this is the way that we have to think about this, and that is you're the person left behind
1: mm-hmm.
3: and i know and, and i know that you care about your family you it's care about delicious. your loved ones and then, by the way there'll be people going through your house if you're wow, a Christian, you know, they'll you're be you sure be, they'll, they, they will. When the when this happens, can you imagine the opportunity for looting that's going to? I'll take place? just take
4: this to my house and leave it right on the coffee table. <laughs> that's right, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> exactly. With a note says, yeah, exactly. "Help yourself, but read the book."
3: <laughs> but but th- what this book says is, you probably found this in someone's house and they're not there. Oh, you know, wow. make it up at home. They're not coming back. Remember, for the first three and a half years of the tribulation, you have 144,002 turned on Jews that are evangelizing mm-hmm. the world. Mm-hmm. There'll be people getting saved in mass, unfortunately being martyred in mass. Yeah. Because if you think Christianity is unpopular today, wait until there are no Christians in the world.
4: And the Antichrist will have power, some form of power at this time to martyr people.
3: Yeah, it, well, Revelation 20 says that he beheads people who will not take the mark or worship him. Mm-hmm. And now, now beheading, by the way, is the signature execution of Islam. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And, exactly. and,
3: now, and that's not saying all Muslims are bad, but they're saying, like Iran right now, the Islamic Republic of Iran, they obviously hate America, the great mm-hmm. Satan, and also Israel. And so, but the Antichrist will behead you. Revelation 13 says that the, the saints are giving oh, given over to him. Mm-hmm. He has authority over them. So especially, Rebecca, in the middle of the tribulation, Revelation 13 is the abomination of desolation at the middle of the tribulation. This is when he rises to the greatest power. Now, the false prophet, is going to be an incredibly powerful person.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It says he calls down fire from heaven. Now, there's going to be an image that's set up in a rebuilt temple in Jerusalem, which is the abomination of desolation.
4: Which they're working on right now.
3: Yes, absolutely.
4: Towards the third temple, rebuilding
3: the, it. They, they're they making so much progress, it's unbelievable toward the third temple. And, and there's even a, a party in the Knesset now called the Temple Party, about rebuilding the temple. By the way, uh, I think this year, since September, since Rosh Hashanah, there's been around 17,000 Jews on the Temple Mount praying. Hmm.
4: Which is a huge deal, because that
3: hasn't been happening. No, about 10 years ago, there wasn't any. Yeah. Because if anyone went up there, they were kicked off. But now there's there's a great resurgence coming. But the point is, the middle of the tribulation, there's gonna be an abomination of desolation, but the Antichrist and the false prophet, they're doing supernatural signs and wonders. And the world is, they marvel at the signs and wonders. Let me say this, when Moses went into Egypt, you remember, that he did signs and wonders for mm-hmm. the staff God gave him and so did Pharaoh's magicians yeah. up to a certain point. Yeah. And so if all you're impressed by is signs and wonders, the mm-hmm. uh, antichrist, the false prophet are gonna be very impressive oh, wow. people. Mm-hmm. The problem is it's false signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. The most important thing that matters is the Bible. The Bible tells you who Jesus is. The Bible tells you the devil is. The Bible tells you the nature of God, the nature of the devil. The, the, the devil is the antichrist, which means He's against Jesus, and he comes as a false messiah. And he's against the word of God. Uh, He's the lawless one, which means he's totally against the word of God. Mm -hmm. So during the tribulation, you're going to be given, this is what the book talks about, the people read it. This leads you to Christ. The number one thing this book does is help you understand where the people went, about the rapture. It leads you to Christ. It it, it talks about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, water baptism, all those kinds of communion with other believers, uh, reading your Bible, all those kinds of things. But it helps you to understand what's about to happen in the world and how to get through it. What is
2: the church going to look like mm-hmm. during the tribulation?
3: Underground. There'll be an underground church. There'll probably be an internet church where people people have to be very careful at that point in time. But you're not going to you're not it's, there's no not going to be any such thing as not being so careful that you're not martyred. There's going to be a lot of people yeah. martyred.
4: What um, needs to happen prophetically before the rapture could actually take place? Not one thing. What has happened? Really? that pro- Not one thing. prophetically reveals that the rapture um, could take place at any time? What, has hap- what needed to happen and what has happened? And because some people would say, well, wouldn't the temple have to be further along before the rapture?
3: No, in fact, that's a really good question because the, the Jews are ready to rebuild the temple right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, if they, they, they have been training priests down the Judean Valley. They've got all the articles ready, the Temple Institute, Temple Mount Faithful, they have all the articles ready for the temple. Uh, the temple would take. They have
4: a heifer, a red heifer.
3: They're, they're looking for a red heifer now. They have several candidates for the red yeah. heifer, but they don't yeah. have any heifer that's been deemed uh, kosher. But when that happens, that's a huge. In fact, mm-hmm. I would say when that happens, Yoni Jesus is coming.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: But they're uh, they've been working on that a lot. But but nothing has to happen prophetically. And uh, by the way, the temple doesn't have to be rebuilt until the middle of the tribulation. Yeah. Okay. And so it's only in the middle of the tribulation when the abomination of desolation takes place that it must exist. But here's the interesting thing. It says that the Antichrist stops the sacrifices. The first thing he does is stop sacrifices. Now, the the two witnesses, imagine imagine if PETA all of a sudden heard that on the Temple Mount in Israel, there are about three or 400 animals being slaughtered a day mm. in temple sacrifices. Is sacrifice. they're
4: more concerned about the ethical treatment of animals than they are the ethical treatment of unborn babies. Absolutely. <laughs> which is crazy. Which sa- we love animals, by mm-hmm. the way. In the saddest thing in the world. It's just, yeah. But that's
3: a part of the deception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but imagine that the two witnesses are protecting the temple builders. Now I've, I've taught for years that there'll be a treaty with the Antichrist that allows Israel to build the temple. But the two witnesses are protecting the builders. Mm. And so they're, they're not only protecting the builders, they're protecting the sacrifices that are being offered at the new temple that the world is going crazy. Can you imagine mm-hmm. how incensed the world will be? So imagine, the Antichrist comes and kills the two witnesses and the world begins to celebrate, send gifts to one another. And so these guys are hated. This happens, by the way, and this is one of the signs of the end times, it says, and the entire world will be watching when it happens. Mm-hmm. We're the only generation where the entire world could be watching the same it's thing at the head same head time. On
1: it's their phones true. or
3: yeah. anything. Yeah. So, but prophetically, Johnny the rapture can happen at any time. Now, you know, if you've been around me that I believe that the Feasts of Israel are a prophetic grid. Yeah. And that I believe some year the rapture will happen during the Feast of Trumpets, which happens in the fall of the year, mm-hmm. typically in September. And so now it could happen anytime. You know, I could be wrong. But I believe it will happen uh, in in September of some year. Now, there's a, a man named Mark Bills, Pastor Mark Bills, uh, and he is a Messianic Jew. I had him on my podcast a few weeks ago. And he says the tribulation is seven years long, but the tribulation isn't any seven years, it's a Shemitah. Mm. The tribulation has to happen during a Shemitah cycle. Mm. But I had this conversation with Mark Bills. So the Passover was the first feast. Well, we know that that's when the lamb was slain and the blood was put on the doorpost mm-hmm. of the house, okay, at the Exodus. Okay. Jesus could not die just any day. Mm. Jesus had to die during the Feast of Passover.
1: Yeah, he did.
3: Remember, the feasts are a prophetic grid. And God said there's the feast of Passover. There's unleavened bread. That's the burial of Jesus. There's first fruits was the resurrection of Jesus. There's Pentecost, which is the Holy Spirit comes. Mm -hmm. Those were all fulfilled on the day, okay, Mm -hmm. prophetically. Mm -hmm. Now we have three more feasts coming. The next feast is the Feast of Trumpets. This was the coronation of the king. It's the wedding day of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. It's the head of the year when the Jews believed that God created Adam. Uh, and the blowing of the
4: shofar. The blowing of the shofar. Yeah.
3: It's extremely significant. And so remember when God said when the feast happens, it says they're a holy convocation. The word convocation means dress rehearsal. Every time they went through the feast, they were actually going through a dress rehearsal of what was about to happen. The, yep. the crucifixion, burial, resurrection of Jesus, the day of Pentecost and all that. So I personally so believe. So go through
4: the rest of them after the Feast of Trumpets. There's
3: what? Atonement. Ten days after Trump is his Young atonement. Before. That's the second coming. And so, what,
4: what? Okay, that's the second coming, and then the last
3: one is uh, the tabernacles, which is seven days where the Jews would build booths, and they would spend seven days with God. That is eternity with Jesus. That's eternity. Wow. So we have the rapture, the second coming, and eternity, eternity. with Jesus.
1: Yeah. My goodness. Uh,
3: to look forward to. But this, the the book, where are the missing people? Let me just say this: the, you can go to missingpeoplebook.com and that takes you to our website. Now you can get this on Amazon for $9.99. If you're gonna buy multiple copies, you can buy, we sell this on our website, if you buy five to nine copies, you can buy it for $5.99 a copy. If you buy nine to 99 copies or 10 to 99 copies, you can get it for $3.99 $3.99 a copy. If you buy over 100 copies, you can get it for $2.99. Mm. And so a lot of people that's buy in great. bulk. A lot of people yeah. buy extra copies. And so, leave
4: them out in businesses and That's right. like hand that. them,
3: Hand them to your friends, take them to church. Mm-hmm. But this is missingpeoplebook.com is how you can get it.
4: Okay, we're almost out of time. So quickly, there will be a lot of people that are going to be saved during the tribulation. It's going to be horrific. Yeah. But they're going to know the truth because mm-hmm. of just what you said. Because right. we talked to them about it. And you listened to me mm-hmm. talk to you about it. So what happens to them at the end of the tribulation? G-
3: Jesus in Matthew 24 gives the best explanation. This is this confuses a lot of people. Yeah,
4: because the rapture's already taken place. The
3: rapture's already taken place. See, a lot of people get confused by this uh, because they don't understand that there is a rapture before and after. Okay, And so Jesus says, um, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give its light, the stars will fall from the heaven, the power of the heaven will be shaken. Then the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Remember, it said immediately after the tribulation of those days, mm-hmm. where the first Thessalonians says it'll be in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. This is saying all the tribes of the earth will mourn. Everybody's going to see Jesus coming. They will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, and he will send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they will gather together his elect, from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. So, all the people alive or dead,
4: mm-hmm. okay,
3: who have been saved during the tribulation, they're raptured and they join us as a part of the body of as Christ. As part
4: of the second coming of us coming back with Him.
3: That's right. In Revelation 20, that talks about the people who have beheaded, it says, and they lived and they reigned with Christ for a thousand mm-hmm. years. Wow. And so, the, here's the point for those of us who have received Jesus in this life right now, we get seven years of the marriage supper of the Lamb. Mm -hmm. That's the benefit, okay? For people who have refused or not received Christ, they get seven years of the wrath of the Lamb, but they still get the opportunity to be saved. And at the end of the tribulation, we're all together. We're all the family of God. We're all the bride of Christ.
4: Mm -hmm. All right, well.
3: The rapture is going to. Does anybody besides me want to go home?
0: I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go home. And I mean, I mean that home. I just want you to know that um, you shouldn't be afraid. There's been enough fear going on. You shouldn't be afraid of the Lord's return. There's almost not a night. If you watch me, ask me what do y'all watch on TV. I'm going home. I want to hear more about going home. But you can ask Andrew what we watch. Have you seen it? No, I ain't seen that. No, I I, I want to know what's going on. That's what I've seen. So, we, we, are, we, are in, we are in a church service, we are, we are in uh, somebody that we, we know we can trust, our spirit bears witness with, and we're studying and we're looking, and, and, and it happens almost every day. We can narrow our, when we watch TV, which we fall asleep, we can narrow it down to about two, two or three things, and that, that's, one of them is, is prophecy related. I want to know when you get ready to go on vacation everybody in here at some you, you'll pull up you'll look at the brochure you'll look online see and you start counting them days now you do it because you're looking forward to it don't you well that's what we do and i just want you to know it, it's going to happen nobody has to be left here during tribulation and i've said it and i stand by it if you can't live for jesus now without the threat of being beheaded or burned at the stake or anything, you're not going to do it, man. You don't, don't tell yourself. You're not that cool. You're not that strong. You're not that bad. Man, you can't even come to church four weeks in a row. Amen? That was deep, wasn't it? Yeah, let's go home on that one. Don't make it bad, Opie. I'm making it real is what I'm making. Look. If you struggle with church attendance, it don't look good in tribulation if you were to be left here. Well, I'm going home. If you're going home, you're going to obey the word. That's all I'm going to say. If you are going home, you're going to do what the word says you'll be doing when he takes his bride home. And that's not my, that's not my message or my writing, that's his. And so next week we hope to have the books. Uh, we will have them. Uh, they should be here you know, about all that. They were, they've were been ordered way over a week. But uh, I want you to get one. I want you to prepare to get one. But something I want everybody to do, I want you to pray for people that are not ready. Okay? I love you. I'm not going to take no more of your time. Is anybody upset that you had to stay and watch the video? D- does any of that make any more sense to you? That, that ain't even a dot, man. That was just like a little... That that was just, you know, we can tell you all about this stuff later on, and maybe we will. But anyway, uh, if you'll stand up, uh, and we're going to pray together. Father, we love you. We thank you that we can come to your house. We thank you, Lord, that it's not blurry. It's not confusing. We not only know what's going on right now. God, you've given us a clear picture of what's going to happen. And God, it's just not so we can be nosy, but it's so we can be motivated to rescue people from this. You're, doing, you're working on our house up there. Help us to work on building the kingdom right now. And again, Lord, let our mouths, let, let us not be blameless. Let our minds and our hearts, God, be fixed and focused on you. And all God's people said amen.